welcome to our sixth episode of Take Care Tuesday. Remember that this is season two. So if you have not caught up on season one, please do so. Okay, so let's actually get right into this episode. I have a wonderful guest. If you actually listened to last week, I've actually kind of pre-introduced her a little bit. But I actually have Blanca Fernandez here with me today, who I've actually known for years. And I really just am so proud and happy to know her for what she's doing for health and also what she's doing for body positivity, which is so awesome and so needed in this climate. Um, But her business is actually built by Blanca. And she can actually kind of give you a little bit more insight and more information on that. But I'm so happy that you are here with me today and that you can actually put some insight and information on the topic. So the topic today is discussing the importance of self-care outside of exercise. So by all means, the floor is yours. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited. When you reached out, I'm just like, yes, 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 because... (laughs) Like I said, this pandemic brought out so much. Yes, absolutely. So, so, so much. But, yeah, so a little bit about me and what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, Built by Blanca, as Kelly has mentioned, I am a strength and conditioning coach. I am an impersonal and virtual trainer, which is built by Blanca. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also a physical therapist assistant. So with being a strength and conditioning coach, I'm working with athletes, being a physical therapist assistant, I'm working with patients, and then with Built by Blanca, I kind of have wiggle room to work with one, whoever comes with me, and two, I get to incorporate um, more practices as far as things outside of fitness. That's awesome. So it's more so you don't have any age limit. You're able to kind of work with anybody. Yeah, work with anybody and work with any fitness level. And then also whatever conditions that are presented to me in the clinic. That's that's awesome. Like that's really providing that level of comfort that the either trainee or patient would need just because you have that knowledge base. Mm-hmm. And that really allows them to feel comfortable to come with you with anything. Like, hey, I sprained my ankle or I pulled a muscle and just know that you're able to facilitate that necessary training or assistance that they're needing. Right, right. I mean I'm also gonna cover myself and be like, by the way, go go get that diagnosed. Right. <laughs> but then once you know, once you're once you're figuring all that out and you're trying to get active right. and all of that, then okay, I, I can help you. But you know, I stay in my lane but I also can um venture off with Built by Blanca and being like, Hey, it's not just personal training. It's the other twenty three hours in the day, which is where boom, the self care comes in. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, how would you say that you personally use your fitness and those other twenty three hours to kind of boost your self care? So, I think the background that I have can assist in all of those things. Mm-hmm. If I don't take care of myself, then I know as far as what's presenting in the clinic, okay, this is what it's going to look like if I don't take care of it. Okay, okay, this is me at my prime at being an athlete. Okay, this is life after an athlete. This is what I need to do to take care of it or um, just embracing every milestone that you're in, like fitness-wise. But as far as the other 23 hours of the day, I'd be sure to recharge myself Mm -hmm. to be prepared to do all of the roles in which I play a day because they're not just paying you to go to work. They're paying you to have your stuff together so that you can perform your best at work, but that means you got to come first. So 
I got to make sure that I'm balancing everything out. It's not always just fitness. I'm making sure I'm taking the time to like do actual deep breathing. I'm taking the time to journal. I'm taking the time to stretch. I'm taking the time to dance. I'm taking the time to make jewelry. I'm mm -hmm. just like doing things that are like completely different from the job. what I'm doing at work to balance that out. Which is so important because you you can't pour from an empty cup because at your job, in your profession, you have to arrive ready because they need you right away. Someone's injured, so they need your expertise and they need your focus and they need your attentiveness. So if something else is going on, if you're tired, if you're not fully there, if you have like a brain fog, that can hinder that patient's experience and also your experience because this is something that you love doing because you're aiding that other person. So that's so important that you actually are taking that time to do that, which is awesome. Yeah. And when you think about it, it's not just me showing up to the plate, like energy wise, transfer energy wise. Yes. I'm taking care of myself, but not everyone who's I'm working with they might not be doing it or they need help doing it. So exactly. I'm dealing with um, energetic athletes that are ready to go mm -hmm. or they're nervous about the game or I'm working with people that are in pain yeah. or I'm working with people that are not happy with where they're at in their fitness journey or right. people that just need to relieve some stress. So I'm dealing with people of different energy levels, mm -hmm. switching up constantly, constantly, constantly. So it's one thing me being on top of my expertise, being on top of my license, being on top of all that. But other things, the energy exchange is like, you got to make sure yours is, is emitting it's well. Is mid yeah. It's solid. And that's, that's so profound because I don't think people actually think about that. When you're solid, it's easier not to be shaken by others because transferring of energy, spirit transfers, all that makes is just, so prevalent right now because so much is going on and you have to have a firm foundation in yourself before you can expand or reach out or touch someone else because if you're not quite quite prepared whatever they're going through can potentially transfer over to you right yeah so aside, aside from that like <laughs> as far as people catching on when you're working with older patients, right. <laughs> they will tell you. Right. They will tell you if something's off. So that's, yeah. it will be called out. The honesty. Yes. It's right there. That wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> well, cut to the quick. Right. How did you know? Oh, cool. Cool. All right. Right. Let's do your stretches. <laughs> Let's get right to business. So you've listed a few things that you do personally within your self-care and within that like 23 hour time frame. But um, how would you say they really help you or what would you say is your favorite thing to do in that time? I would say the other 23 hours, I mentioned a few of them that helped me, mm -hmm. but you got to make sure you find your own. Those yes. are, those help me, but you got to find what recharge you. That's that first step. Mm -hmm. Now me, my favorite one is my nighttime routine mm -hmm. is I got to sleep hard yeah. to get ready for the next day. So what I do before I go to sleep is super important. If not, I'm going to go to sleep thinking about what I have to do. Mm. If something is really, really, really on my mind that I'm like legit scared of forgetting, like I have this fear of like forgetting things, I'll write down a quick list of what I need to do for tomorrow. Okay, I write that list down. Then I can um, 
really take a wine. warm yeah take a warm bath do some stretches um if i have any muscles that are tight from that day i'll just get my massager massage the muscles and i'll do some of my core exercises and then once i feel like i've done all of my like rehab exercises and all my stretching my body feels okay and i'll like light a candle and just stretch and then by the time I'm done with all of that, I'm like able to go into a deeper sleep. And that I always, always, always lecture about recovery. And that like legit bleeds into the next topic that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, go right ahead. So as far as recovery, I'm going to give it to you from all these different, um, these points mm -hmm. in all planes. So let's say, let's say I'm working out, right? Mm-hmm. Between each set, you need to make sure you take that break. Right. Because if you don't have that ATP restoration that you need for your muscles to be contracting for that exercise, if you don't have it, then it's going to be a crappy set. Mm. Your form is going to be bad. Because you're exhausted. You're exhausted. Yeah. And one, you could potentially hurt yourself, but like, not to like scare you away from working out, but like knowing <laughs> that like, if you're not getting the most bang for your buck out of that set, then it's like, worthless. You're, yeah, you're, like you're wasting your time. So there's like that recovery. Okay. And then there's also recovery that I put an emphasis on my athletes. I always say, hey, and two athletes can have the same strength. Mm -hmm. They can have the same maxing out. But the one that is able to emit the most power, the most explosion, boom, is the one who's able to get their heart rate down quicker. The ones who can recover quicker. Once that restoration has happened, they're able to, boom, explode at a much, at a much quicker rate than the other athlete it's like how are these two people who've matched the same and everything but then on the field this person's better right because of the recovery level how quickly are they able to recover and then like from my patient perspective you see a huge different in compliance mm. you see how well they're able to recover from their injury when they're in pain versus like when they're really sad or if they're optimistic or okay like, hey, i did my stretches today or you even see patients in the hospital during my internship when I when I was um, in the hospital working on like inpatient and you would see just literally night and day mm -hmm. the patients that were optimistic and the ones that were not. And that's all with mindset. Yeah. I mean, you do have conditions that are pretty, you know. Right. Of course. Extensive. Right. But right. there's more so in how you the outlook. Exactly. Of how yeah. you're looking at it. Because when your mind is under stress, the last thing it's going to do is recover. Right. It's gonna, it, the last thing it's going to do is, is think about, Positivity. okay, let me repair these, these muscle fibers that I just slightly tore a little bit during the workout. Or, okay, let me fight off this cold. Okay, all right, let me get ready for the next set. No, it's not, it's not thinking about that. It's right. thinking, oh my gosh, I'm being chased by a bear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that all comes with that firm foundation that you have to make sure that your mental is ready to be able to move forward and, and being able to look at it differently. And just like you were saying, every injury is not the same. So something can be very significant and very huge and take a while to heal from. But if you persevere and if you really have the mindset that I really want to get better and I really want to take that time to become or go back to where I was or even surpass where I was, I have to be mentally prepared. And tapping in from like the pain perspective, like physical and emotional pain, it's going to be traveling in the same tract in the spinal cord. Mm -hmm. So if you are really sad 
boom, your pain receptors are going to be heightened. Those channels are going to be open. They're going to be like, all right, it's going to hurt more versus if you were to have a really great day and you were to have like, just get hurt a little, it might not hurt as much right. versus if you were to be really, really, really upset, really emotionally stressed. And so that just can tell you already mm -hmm. that you've really got to make sure that you take care of the mental aspect for your body to do what it needs to do. Like as far as fulfilling your calling and whatever work, whatever it is. Absolutely. Because fulfilling your calling is needed and it's necessary because there's no one else that can provide that skill like you can. Right. And it doesn't matter if a million people do the same thing that you do. They're not you. So they're not going to be able to provide that flair or that same pizzazz that you're able to provide to others because you have something that connects with someone else. So that's what you always have to keep in mind. And that's what I incorporate in my training. Whenever people ask me, like, okay, so, like, what do you do? Like, I help people fulfill their calling. Yeah. Like, with exercise, they're going to feel better so that it bleeds into the other categories of their lives. That's beautiful. Yeah, like, some, some clients will be like, hey, like, you know what? I've been in a better mood, and... um I um I cleaned my room today and I was like okay well I def I definitely didn't tell you to do that right. but it, hey if, it's if a positive it, it is a positive or people be like okay I have more energy at work or I'll take into account like what do you do for a profession I I scan and see what movements are their body doing in that day so I mimic those movements in training so that the demands in training exceed the demands that they have at work so that it's not as it's not as challenging or oh I was able to do this today or I was able to do that and so this is just adding to boom fulfilling their calling and what's so awesome is that you're fulfilling yours because you're also aiding other people's yeah. so that's something that's so beautiful and so beneficial is that you're able to see that within yourself and then you're also taking the time to make sure that you arrive ready and then you're helping them arrive ready so it's all about the community. It's about the cycle. It's about being able to touch and reach people in a positive way. And that is so awesome. And I'm so happy that you're telling us this because people need to hear it. In that you want to arrive your best self. And that doesn't mean that you are perfect. It doesn't mean that you have it all together. But it means that you're trying. Right. It means that you're trying. Like the only failure that you have is in not trying. Exactly. Right. And like people come to the sessions. I mean, you know what? Like come as you are and we'll adapt the workout to however we need to adapt it. And my goal is to get you to feel better by the end of the day and get you one step closer to your goal. But working out is like it is a long process, but you do get a little bit of that instant gratification by finishing each set. Yeah. Like you might feel like crap. You might feel like you not you didn't do much, but like, hey, you, you just you did, did your did four it. sets. Like, hey, you got that done. Right. Like it's something getting done. And I think it's rewarding. Like you said, it's very much so a mental checkoff if you try and then you accomplish something. It doesn't have to be this grandiose thing that you're able to say, Hey, I ran a mile today in two minutes. Whoever can do that, I applaud you, not me. But but it's just saying, hey, I ran a lap in five minutes. And that's fine because you did it. Right. And that's something that you do for your future self. Exactly. And that's why 
every time somebody tries to beat themselves up about what they did or didn't do in the session, I reel it back in. I said, hold on. Right. I deal with all fitness levels, so don't beat yourself up about this. You did still more than what you did on the first day coming to me, so right. it's all about celebrating each milestone, mm-hmm. each and every little thing, and it's so much dialogue in and out of the session to make sure that they are showing up to your session okay. Right. They better not be showing up too, too, too groggy. I mean, you have your days. I still take them as they come, but like... You want to make sure that you're sleeping right. Right. You're eating right. You're relaxing. You're doing okay so that you're able to perform Mm -hmm. your best and get the most out of that session or the most out of that day, whatever it is you're trying to get. And the fact that you are applauding for the successes is wonderful because it, it shows people that affirming yourself is necessary and affirming your efforts and your skills you have to hear it from somebody. So why not hear it from yourself first? So then you can believe it. Right. Because it's easy to hear, hear a compliment or I, I shouldn't say it like that, but it can be easy to hear a compliment from someone else. But when you compliment yourself in not a conceited or vain way, you're really just saying like, I did that. I did mm-hmm. that today. I, I put my best foot forward and I'm bettering myself today. That's awesome. That's what it's all about because you're able to see positivity within yourself. And I'm constantly pointing those things out. They think like they might not think I'm taking notes, but I am. The minute you pull up in that driveway, I look at how you get out that car. Mm. I look at how you come to me. I look at how you stand up. I look at how your body language between sets. I look at how you walk away. I'm constantly checking posture. I'm constantly checking body language. I'm constantly checking those things. The little, little, little things that like add up to, you know, reaching your, overall, your goal. Right. Yeah, your and I was like, health. hey, like I just saw how you subconsciously picked up that water bottle. You picked it up with good form. Look at that. Right. And you weren't even thinking about that. Okay. Right. So acknowledging everything. Acknowledging everything is, is awesome. And this to be so keen on your clients is so beneficial. Like I don't think people go that deep. And that's that's awesome because to know that when they sign on with you, they're getting the full experience. They're getting someone who's going to look at their form, who's going to look at their the way they walk in. Because all of that comes into account. People don't actually think about like how when you walk in, you can tell if someone's upset or not having a good day by how they're walking, how they're talking. And the fact that you're paying attention to that is so awesome. It's the attention to detail for me. Because you're able to apply that even within yourself because you're assessing what your body needs and then assessing your love languages that you can apply to yourself. And I think sometimes we kind of overanalyze what our love languages are because we assume that they're for others. And your love language should be applied to yourself first and you should know what they are for you. So then you can love yourself accordingly. So then when you meet that person, they can also love you accordingly because you can show them how to love you. Exactly. Yeah. Like you'll love me with me loving me. Period. Like, you'll, yeah. You'll exactly. love me with me because I'm going to love myself. So. Regardless. Join, join me. I'm already doing it, but join me. Come on. All right. I'm here. But, you can um, add. 
But no, that that applying the like love language is just like it's it's not just like the dating thing as you were yeah. mentioning. And so like mine is quality time and physical touch. But like, what does that mean? That means like me actually having downtime. Because mm-hmm. before I would see like easily 30 40 people a day like i need to make sure i'm not seeing people for a certain time frame yeah. <laughs> i'm not contacting people and like doing things that are for me but also like for the physical touch like when um as i was bringing up earlier how i would do my stretches and i would have my massages i wouldn't like need to massage like my arms my mm-hmm. legs and i wouldn't just put lotion on just to like not be ashy like not be called out but <laughs> right. like i would i would use a vaseline make sure like i would actually rub my legs and that right. that i've never thought about it transferring over yeah. but it i transferred it to myself so that i can sleep better yeah and i think that's where we miss the mark mm-hmm. so many times because as my um love language as well as quality time so being able like my perfect me, myself, and I date is me in a book. If I'm in a good, like, little corner in my own little chair <laughs> with a blanket, and if you all got that, we're friends. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> but back to what I was saying. <laughs> um, but with a blanket and a good book and a bottle of water, I am set. And that's what I do for me to make sure that I'm mentally able to continue with the rest of my day. Right. And if you're going to try to bump up the demands and anything else, if you're going to try to, for example, introduce exercising into your life, you better bump up those other demands to counteract that. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. What would you say for our audiences is a great take care token to take away from this episode? I would say the take care token for this episode is that in life, you must relax as hard as you work. Therefore, when you work, working won't seem as hard. That is amazing and so almost logical to think about, but we don't think about it. And it... Just apply it, is all I can say. Yeah, apply it. <laughs> Just apply it. The podcast in 10 seconds. There you go. Now apply it. Now apply it. <laughs> and guys, it's, I know it's easier said than done. I always say that. But the effort, applying it to your life is how you can create the betterment of yourself and progress forward. And that's what it's all about. Creating a community of individuals that are aware and just want to be their best self. That's all it is. So, again, Blanca, thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy that we were able to have this discussion because all of what was said is kind of profound and kind of awe-inspiring to me because when you're able to work within your passion and your calling, you're able to feed others and theirs. So that's amazing to me. And I know I keep on saying the word amazing, but it's really, it really is Thank amazing. You. So just, I'm humbled and honored to have known you for so long, but to also see that you're just doing so many great things. So it's, it's just come full circle. So thank you. 
And please tell the listeners where they can find you, how they can get in contact with you for your services, how we can keep in touch with what you're doing. Just let us know. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for giving me the space to absolutely talk about all these things and setting out the, the, the time frame, the quality time <laughs> to mention yeah. these things. So I appreciate it. Absolutely. It further motivates me to like, Come back and be like, oh, yeah, just reminding myself, this is what I do. This is what I do. So this, uh, you know, I appreciate that. Absolutely. But as far as, like, how people can reach me, honestly, it all starts with the DM. Yeah. It all starts with the text message. It all starts with the email. So I have um, different platforms. I have my Instagram, mm-hmm. which is built by Blanca. My Facebook, which is built by Blanca, except there's, like, a space between, like, the built and the, not an underscore, but it's, gotcha. you know, mm-hmm. so there's that. Then there's my email, Blanca at BuiltByBlanca.com. So <laughs> yes. there's my website, BuiltByBlanca.com. So there's all these different ways to um to contact me. And keeping in mind that you're literally one message away. And that's awesome. Like you're one message away from becoming better. Yeah. For changing yourself for your next step, which is all motivated by you. So you guys can do it. You know, like she said, she's only one click away, one DM away. So you all can do that. It's all about what you want to see yourself accomplish within a certain time frame. You can actually make that a goal of yours and just say, hey, in March or in April, I want to do this, that or the third and execute that accordingly. So as you all know, you can follow me also on Instagram, which is take underscore care Tuesday. Always remember it is care with a K. And on Facebook, Take Care Tuesday. And also email me, guys. Send your emails in at TakeCareTuesday at gmail.com. This has been such a beautiful, wonderful, wholesome episode for me. So I just love being able to talk with people who are like-minded and also just wanting to just be positive and be a shining light for others. So that just is something that I truly adore. But just always remember, guys, that nobody's going to take care of you better than you. So until next time, take care.